Here we go. Wait, I know what I need to do. Hold on. Do you though? Nope. Okay, good. Ladies and gentlemen, quitters never give up. Earbug, why am I not hearing Don't Bogart? I have no idea. I've been roaming the streets five since twilight. This city is my Jesus. Alright, uh, here's the start the show. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Oh, MT, that's amazing, Christopher. Don't bogart that joint. What you say to each other on your instruments when you do that dialogue thing. When you're playing back and forth to each other. You're talking to each other in your instruments. Fuck you. You dirty motherfucker. Uh, you son of a bitch. Uh, sometimes I love you truly. This is seen to be about to quit. And I need another hit. I'm buying a pet store. Don't bogart that joy, my friend. You are just on the Kevin train, just down the hill with the snowball and the icicle and whatever else Dean is saying. Uh, the remix to Bob. What's up, party people? It's episode, episode, what episode is it? It's episode 62 of Quitters Never Give Up. Already. Speaking of mistakes, <laughs> I'm Christopher Rosales, and then let's meet the other quitters. What's up, Edwin? Hi-de-ho. What's up, Jen? Good. Hello, everybody. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. And featuring back with us together, not not clips this time, not drops. Uh, mm. Lindsay from her car. Hello there. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so Welcome sweet. back. All right, uh, we got a lot to get to. At the beginning, that was Charles Mingus and Danny Richmond being interviewed about their process of making jazz. And then, uh, you know, uh, we had to play. Don't another Mingus our... reference. God, I'm so sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get them from me all the time <laughs> Fair enough. um and then of course because on 420 bean didn't play blackwater surprise i had to play it so uh shall we get to messages hey guys it's luke from boulder uh i don't know what episode it was um but you know you guys were feeling a little loopy you were having a good time i i, I thought it was great you know a podcast off the rails is always good content but it was made especially great because you were going to sign off. Uh, and Jennifer, you said, it's our own Gaslight show. And I think what she meant to say was Gas Leak show, which is what Ralph says whenever he's having a weird episode. Um, Gaslight show or Gas Leak show, I can get. Uh, Gaslight show uh, is a whole different thing that, you know, I, I know more about that word and phrase in the last couple of years than I ever thought I would. So uh, anyways, good times on the Freudian slip there. Later. There you go. We finally got That's a correction. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, gas leak. Gas leak. Well, I think but we just lit ourselves on that show. I think either one works. <laughs> but actually, as a correction to that comment, it, it couldn't be a Freudian slip because Freudian slips deal with psychosexual. Never mind. No, it's fine. We're going to get a correction on that one, I bet. Correction on that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I used Freudian slip once like that, and someone corrected me. It had to be specific to a certain scenario. All right, next message. Quitters never give up. It is your only caller, Steve, again. Calling in about a cup of tea and a chat and a topic of conversation that came out on Monday. And this one is for you, Quitters Never Give Up. You deserve a break today. So get up and get away. So another correction, Steve. We got another call from Luke. So we, more than one listener now. Caller. Uh, <laughs> message. Message. I keep saying calls. That's the other correction. <laughs> Wasn't Luke's call the first one we ever had? No. Um, I think it was Drew that was the first one they called us. Oh, that's right. But Luke was up there on the... On the... Luke was up original there, caller. Yeah. yeah. Why was he singing the McDonald's song? It's the filet of fish, I guess. Oh, okay. That's, it's a long slide for an out, if you ask me, but at least I understand it now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done the uh, Mac the Knife one. That's even better. Mac tonight. 
Oh. I got that somewhere. That should be a bonus track, I guess. <laughs> I couldn't place that song. When I heard it, I was like, I don't know what it is. But then you said McDonald's, and yeah. I, I know exactly what it was. All right. Well, thank you for our messages. If you want us to uh, break down a part of Kevin and Bean, or if you want to just tell us how bad we suck, just leave us a message on Anchor. <laughs> or if you want to sing an old jingle, we're up for that, too. <laughs> yeah. We'll take to... anything. We're good. <laughs> test, our, test our old jingles knowledge, our old jingle knowledge. That would be a fun one. It would be. Well, we have our new segment, Pedantic Information, with Dawn. Ah. With Dawn? <laughs> yeah. So we have to have her on for pedantic information. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely do. I guess we'll. I like some pedantry. Is that a word? Pedant. Pedantiatry. Pedantism. Pedantism. I'm into it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Esoterica, pedantry. I'll, I'll take it all. I saw Esoterica at the troop. Uh, all right. Let's do the <laughs> flashback that needs no introduction with Jen. Okay. We're going to play a little game. Do you think Kevin can repeat this? Nope. Do you think Kevin can repeat? Uh-uh. Do you really think Kevin can repeat this? No, I didn't think so, neither do I. Do you think Kevin can repeat this? No. Do you think Kevin can repeat this? No. Does this need to be this long? <laughs> do you think <laughs> Kevin can repeat this? No. Remember, yeah. Doc said all the time him. Do you think Kevin can repeat this? No. Let's all find out if Kevin can repeat this now. Uh, we're out of time for the game. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry everybody. Thanks for tuning <laughs> All right. in. Let's uh, meet our first contestant. Shauna is on the line from Huntington Beach, and we'll explain to Shauna and to the other callers how the game is played. Hi, Shauna. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? Great. All right. Listen up. Here's how it's going to work. Ralph is going to read the statement that we're going to then ask Kevin to repeat. You'll listen to it. Kevin will not be able to hear it at that time. And then you just tell us whether you think Kevin is going to be able to repeat it word for word when we bring him back into the and, mix. And all right? then you're going to give me your card because Jonna is a speech therapist. No. Oh, <laughs> perhaps I could wow. use that type of information. This is kismet. Yes. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's put Kevin in the isolation booth. Here's Ralph with uh, with quote number one. Shauna, listen up. America's most popular white wine is Chardonnay, and for red wine drinkers, it's Merlot. Uh, I'm going to say no. You're going to say good no. Girl. Good girl. Ah. All right. Kevin, are you with us? All right. Who thinks he can say it? I think he's going to get stuck on Chardonnay. Okay. I say no. He'll stumble at the end. Hard now. Yep. All right, Kevin, here you go. America's most popular white wine is Chardonnay, <laughs> and for red wine drinkers, it's Merlot. America's most popular white wine is Chardonnay, and for red wine, it's Merlot. <laughs> that was close <laughs> enough. Close enough. Close yeah. enough. We're going to give it to you. Congratulations. I word there. I don't think it was right. You're wrong. You lose. <laughs> I missed he one miss... little word. Drinkers, yeah. Missed, but that was. And close we're talking enough. about Kevin here, so that's close enough. Okay? That's that's right. a that's a 335 uh, uh, foot home run instead of a 400 foot home run. That's all. <laughs> All right, so you are not in the drawing. Let's see wow. if Maria has any better luck in Sherman Oaks online, too. Hey, Maria, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi there. All right, listen up. Here's phrase number two. Is Kevin in the booth? Yep. Okay. Yeah. The Steelers, Giants, and Colts are the last three Super Bowl winners, respectively. I'm going to say, oh, gosh. It's Kevin, after all, right? <laughs> it is Kevin. He's he always has a with that one, and he hates wine. I'm going to say, oh, uh, Yes. He can All get right. it. Just, okay. All right. That's a lot of pressure. All right. What do you guys think? Uh, he's going to trip up on respectively. I'm with right. I'm with the last caller. Like, these rules are bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to say he'll get this one. All right. He did stumble over that last one. Which yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it is Kevin. That's true. <laughs> you got a fan here, Kevin. Listen up. The Steelers, Giants, and Colts are the last three Super Bowl winners, respectively. The Steelers, Giants, and Colts are the. <laughs> Shut up, Omar. The th- three biggest. I can't. Three. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's the... Are the last three Super last Bowl three. winners, respectively? Last three. I was going to say that. Yeah, biggest. And, yeah, getting. All right, Maria, you are in the drawing. Congratulations. You're on your way to maybe winning Coachella tickets. Uh, it's the all chick edition of Can Kevin Repeat This? Diane joins us now from Torrance on line three. Hi, Diane. All right. We're having a good time, right, Diane? Yes, we are. We want to get really talent. This is a lot of fun. All right, listen up. Uh, Kevin is in the booth. Here's Ralph with your phrase. The female ferret will die if it goes into heat and cannot find a mate. Yes. He'll get it? Yes. Okay. What say you? 
he's going to get that one because there's not a list. That's why I messed up the last time. Is there's a list of three. If you get past two on a list, he's going to mess up. Okay. There's no list. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes, too. I don't know why. I'm just going to say no from that one every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got a yes, Kevin. Listen up. Wow. The female ferret will die if it goes into heat and cannot find a mate. The female ferret will die if it goes into heat and can't find a mate. Wow. Very good. Got it. All right. So did Diane say yes or no? Uh, Diane was a yes yes on that. Okay. You got it. Way to go. She is in the drawing. Congratulations. All right. See, Kevin, you look good, man. Looking good, dog. Every single time we do a game like this, Bean tries to convince me that he's doing it because I can actually prove everyone wrong. Because our hands are so so low. Yeah. Yeah. Two for three. F you both. All right. Gabe in Linwood on line four joins us on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Gabe? 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 You with us? No, hold on. All right. Gabe is gone. Shall we move on, Mike, or is Gabe back? There he is. Okay. Okay. All right, Gabe. Kevin's in the booth. Listen up. Here's your phrase. Leonardo da Vinci could write with one hand and draw with the other at the same time. I say no. Say no. You say no. Okay. Uh, Guys? Leonardo da Vinci is going to fuck up on <laughs> Going to call him Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I say no. That one's so easy. I keep getting burned by this one. I'm going to say yes. What? All right, Kevin, welcome back. You got a no from Gabe. Let's see how you do. Leonardo da Vinci could write with one hand and draw with the other at the same time. Leonardo da Vinci could write with one hand and draw with the other at the same time. Wow! Seriously. Oh, sorry, Gabe. Sorry, dude. Listen, I feel bad because if I look like a fool, Gabe wins. (laughs) And then if I try to equip myself, then I... You then just worry loses. about your part of the game, man. Don't worry about the other. <laughs> I'm just saying I feel bad. All right, we may need to ratchet it, up, ratchet it up a little here, Ralph. Uh, he's getting too good on us. All right. Um, Marco is in La Mirada on line five. Hey, Marco, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. You ready to hear your phrase? Good morning, guys. Lisa. Good morning. Hello. All right, ready. listen up. The Barbie doll's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Nope.com. Nope.com. Right. <laughs> Nope.com <laughs> nope. <laughs> is what you said. Right. What do you guys think? Sorry. <laughs> yes. No, it's got more than three things to list. So. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say no. Okay. All right, Kevin, listen up. The Barbie doll's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. <laughs> the Barbie doll's full name is Barbara <laughs> Millis. Second? Millis. <laughs> I don't remember the last word. Yeah. Miller. Oh, what was it? Miller. Barbara Millicent Roberts. Millicent Roberts. Yeah. What did Marco uh, say? So Marco he said nope.com. Nope. Yeah. Okay, so he's right. in. He's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we got time for uh, oh, we got time for one more. Let's do right. one more. Okay. Angel in Paramount, line six, please. Hi, Angel. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Ready to hear your phrase? Hey, fellas. How's it going? Lisa, what's going on? Hey, Angel. Hey. <laughs> Here's your All phrase. Right. Here you go. The first zoo, post office, and hospital in America were all located in Philadelphia. Yes, he got it. He's got it? Okay. He got right. it? All right. He got it. Listing three things. Nope. <laughs> I'll say no. I think no as well. Oh, okay. Here's a... Okay, hold on. You seen it? All right. <laughs> Kevin is back now. Listen up. Here's your phrase. You got a yes. For, you got a yes from this caller. All right. The first zoo, post office, and hospital in America were all located in Philadelphia. The first zoo, post office, and hospital were located in Philadelphia. That's, uh, I'm going to say no on that one, I think. I think we did need in America. Yeah. I think that was an important part. That of was implied. Was <laughs> <laughs> it not implied? Angel, you were a yes or a no. Did anyone keep he track? Was yes. He was a yes. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Kevin got very, very close, Certainly. but he failed you the way he's failed America and his family. <laughs> all right. Who's, uh, who all's in the drawing there, Lisa? Maria, Diane, and Marka. All right. Marka. Marka. Let's find out who wins. There's no Marka. Marka. I'm sorry. Marka. Marco. Marka. Yeah. Okay. The winner is Marco in La Mirada. Yay! All right, take it easy, Marco. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Hello? What night do you want tickets for Coachella? Killers. Huh? Killers. 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 All right, Saturday killers. night. You got it. 
Thanks for that. Congratulations. You're also in the grand prize drawing that we'll do tomorrow. Maybe you'll win destination number two of the world tour and go see the killers in Barcelona. Thanks, Thanks for playing. Thank I'm glad do you to, think Kevin can repeat this? I'm glad to have so <laughs> successfully you. sucked for you, Marco. Do you think Kevin can repeat this? No. Let's all find out if Kevin can repeat this now. Uh, the great uh. Kevin Ryder. <laughs> Hey, that's La Mirada. La Mirada in the house. Nice, right? <laughs> um, but see, that's what was so great about Kevin and Bean and all of them. But it was, he was just like, he'd feel bad. It's like, either I get to look like a fool and you win, or I get it and you don't win. Like, he's just that, he's always had a big heart. That's all. Yeah. But which one of us won? Uh, it wasn't keeping track. Yeah. No one keeping score? <laughs> no. Maybe next time. I'll say since the guy from La Mirada won. Eddie won. Yay. There you go. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. And we've got an instant request. A little less than an hour ago, the phone rang. It was Mr. Christian Bale, Batman himself. If you missed the interview, Ralph will have a couple of highlights for you in the showbiz beat coming up in just a few minutes. First, though, Kevin, I understand you have a very special email you want to read. I do. I have an email for myself. Uh, dear Kevin and Bean, I write, it's the birthday today of Axl Rose and NBC News mumblemouth Tom Brokaw. <laughs> My instant request is to have Axl Rose talk to Tom Brokaw about their birthday. Thanks, Wait, guys. Do, love the show. Right, but why do you – I don't understand. Why do you have to send an email? You're on the show. You could have just said it. Just wanted it to happen. That's <laughs> okay. You got to put it in the email it. form. Listen up, everyone. You instant make a request. Instant request. Instant request. We uh, do try to make the listeners and occasionally the hosts happy, so let's see if we can make your dreams come true. First, uh, former NBC anchorman Tom Brokaw turning 68 today. Mr. Brokaw on the phone on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Tom. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Very good. How are you? <laughs> uh, good. You know, I'm not as good, though, as the greatest generation. The greatest right. generation, yeah. fought at World War II. Yeah, don't care. So right. really, we owe so don't, much. Uh, right. you have... never <laughs> You've already turned that into a miniseries so and a book. many years ago. Right. Right. But we're over. Left, uh, Tom, yeah, that's we fine, Tom. We don't have time. So we can't understand you anymore. <laughs> Stand by, Mr. Brokaw. we got somebody else to bring into the conversation. Also celebrating a birthday today, ladies and gentlemen, the leader of Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose, 46 today, joins us on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Axl. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. <laughs> How you doing today? <laughs> Axl, have you ever uh, seen or heard Tom Brokaw? I used to watch Tom Brokaw <laughs> on the NBC News. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that, Axel, but I don't think that it was my best report. <laughs> That's okay, Tom Brokaw. I forgive you. Well, there you go. Axel, can you not uh, respond without singing? Of course I can do that. <laughs> it's got nothing much fun. Okay. Now, Tom, you're 68 years old. Are you even aware of Guns N' Roses and the, uh, and the legacy of their music that they've contributed? I'm sorry, what, Tom? <laughs> Happy birthday, Axel. I I can't. I'm not making out what you're singing there. Happy birthday, Axel. I wish you many more. I wish you many more. Okay, fantastic. Everyone's happy. <laughs> Ralph just having fun at work is so, so just as great as a Ralph's rants. That is amazing. That was yeah. one of my favorite bits, the instant request. Yeah. yeah. How do you even switch from that? I can. That's like the complete ranges of like high and low. That's just such great talent and articulation. Mm-hmm. Like, how does how does he not slur some of the Guns N' Roses stuff? I mean, damn, I don't know. Great, Ralph Garman. Yeah. Speaking of which, he's coming up upon a thousand episodes here. In the next week or so. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. All right, shall we do? What are we doing? The podcast roundup. Yay! Yeah. Hola, mis amigos. ¿Cómo están? Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue. Janky podcast. Neighbor pickle. I mean, pickle. Sickle. Neighbor sickle. Uh, what was the third one? <laughs> what was the third one? Quote, 
It was just Wales dick. In which city would you find NATO's headquarters? It's in Belgium. Okay. What city would you find NATO's headquarters? <laughs> Boston. <laughs> Massachusetts. Uh, great news. Mike hates cats. Mike hates turkeys. And now we find out Mike hates another animal. I hate pandas with such a fury. Let me tell you why. Pandas are the shittiest animal ever. What do you analyze animals like the quality of animal? It's their survival ability. They're completely incompetent at defending themselves. Like right. they're the most incompetent bear. They literally can't procreate without human intervention. They're so lazy they don't fuck. You have to have humans come in and give them like panda Viagra and, and grab their wieners and like they have like panda fluffers. Then on top of that, the Chinese government uses them as like bartering pawns for political reasons. If a panda is born at like a Washington DC uh, uh, a zoo, it belongs to China. They have a, right. a like a complete monopoly on pandas and they totally use it because everyone thinks they're so cute. No, they're, they're so cute. They're horrible. Oh, but on the cute factor, they win. Uh, no one's going to say it. I saw panda fluffers at the troop. No. I know uh, there were so many band names. Panda Viagra is there. Panda Monopoly. It was a whole a whole uh, festival. This conversation came up because Mike said, if a bear comes after my kids, I'm just going to shoot that bear in the head. And Kevin said, but not a panda because pandas are too cute. And then Mike went on his rant about pandas. <laughs> so cats, turkeys, pandas. We'll figure out what other animals he hates later. He does have, you a, have... That's a pretty weak sauce bear, if you ask me. <clears throat> Do you have that Jeopardy clip of Alex Trebek saying panda like 50,000 times? No, I don't. I haven't oh. heard that. I'm sure you have. I probably Pan have. You like panda, 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 because he's reading the lyrics to that one song. Which song? I assume it's called Panda, but <laughs> I think it's like a rap song, right? And he's like the categories he reads rap lyrics and panda, 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 panda. panda. I don't you sure it's not Badger, Badger, Badger? Badger, badger, okay. badger, badger, badger. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. All right. Kevin and Sluggo talked reasons uh, you went to the ER. I uh, know oh. an ER doctor. You do? Mm -hmm. Would this ER doctor be willing to share the occasional story? We could hold the voice and make it sound like it's someone else. So he could tell us the stories in detail? I believe so. Oh, dude. So we're talking about <laughs> embarrassing reasons that you went to the ER. KLOS, hello. My buddy is a uh, first responder, and the person had shoved the business end of a fire poker. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Kevin was has the, a question. Was the business end of the fire poker uh, hot? It was not hot, but it, it was very pointy in lots of directions. <laughs> yeah, like it matters. I, I don't know why I asked that question. Damn. <laughs> so they had to transport him to the hospital, but he said, I can't go to that hospital because I'm a doctor and I work there. Yes! Fantastic! Yes! Fantastic. yes! Was that real? That can't be real. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I have a roommate now who works in nursing in the gastrointestinal unit, and she says the like like everybody says the range of things that people stick up their butts, and <laughs> routinely, like the number of repeat customers that they have is just repeat astronomical. <laughs> and like she said, like she's they've literally seen everything stuck into a human butt. <laughs> okay, but this is a doctor. Would they be that stupid to do that? I mean, people take pleasure saying. in a lot of different things. Like, yeah, yeah, but still, it's a Doctors doctor. Doctors can be stupid too, I guess. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that doctor. No, I for anything. Think, um, all I can think of is someone walking into the ER like Norm from Cheers, like, oh, what's in your butt today? Oh God! <laughs> all right, um, what's in Doc's butt? Uh, let's see. That's what uh, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's go to the Ralph Report. This was a very difficult week for celebrities. I have several clips of celebrities in trouble. Wow, the Flash is fucked up. They've been arrested in Hawaii the second time in three weeks. Wow. Flash star Ezra Miller was arrested for second-degree assault. Apparently, they were at a friend's home and then was asked to leave. And so they threw a chair... It struck a 26-year-old female on the forehead. Oh, my God. I just can't believe it's gone this far and someone hasn't come to help them. 
Warner Brothers should right. drop a team of paratroopers on the island. They should extract them with SEAL Team 6 yes. and get them out or get them out of Hawaii. Because the more and more stories I read, the less inclined I'm interested in seeing the fucking Flash movie. Yeah, Ezra Miller is... Something's going on with them. I can't place him in anything I've ever seen. Oh, he was in Californication. He's not the I guy can't... on the TV show, is he? Not that Flash. He's going to be in the movie. Is that what Ralph said? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I can't place it. Oh, he was in uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. They, but, they, they are, they were in that movie. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It was in the, uh, the TV series Peacemaker. If anybody's watching that, I think I've seen that out. Yeah, that was, he came out, they came on in the end. Like, oh, fuck, we're old. I don't know how we do this shit. Oh. <laughs> Where's the Peter Griffin clip? I don't know what any of those shows are. Yeah. You've never seen Peacemaker? Oh, Edwin, you got to see That's Peacemaker. That's a show? Yeah. Oh, man. You got to see Peacemaker. Is it with John Cena? Yeah. It was a great show. Who's that? What is it on? Yeah, uh, HBO Max. Yeah, he came on at, uh, she, they came on at the end. <laughs> they came on at the end with the uh, Justice League and a really hilarious joke. Probably the best joke of the whole series and best joke on TV. But yeah, they seem to be going through a lot of trouble. Like us. <laughs> also, uh, Bill Murray's in trouble. Bill Murray's in trouble. Oh, Under I've... investigation for inappropriate behavior on oh. a film set. Oh, no. I've heard rumors to the effect yeah. that there was a woman on set mm -hmm. and Bill Murray being Bill Murray yeah. sauntered on the set and just gave her a big hug. And she said, don't hug me. I'm not comfortable with that. And Bill Murray being Bill Murray. Kept hugging her. Went back and hugged her again, apparently. And again, this is just a rumor. I have, I have no way of knowing if this story is yeah. true or false. So Bill Murray, Team Bill Murray gets in trouble. I'm on Team Bill Murray. That's ridiculous. People are so overly sensitive to things. And it's like, if you're on a set with Bill Murray, you're just stoked to be there with Bill Murray. I don't know. If you don't want to be hugged, you shouldn't be hugged. Yeah, I get that. But I mean. It's Bill Murray. But right? I, I mean, there's a certain point. I mean, I'm not a real touchy-feely person anyway, but if it, Bill Murray, hey, I'll give you a hug. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Bill Murray, you can hug me anytime. Yeah. But if you don't want to be hugged by Bill Murray. I get it. Mike Tyson punched some dude on the plane. Uh, we also have the Johnny Depp story. Well, I'll play that one because that one's funny. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard now are in court. Yeah. Battling out once again her claims of abuse against him. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm only going to tune in for the poop uh, testimony. That's all I care about. <laughs> You know, my favorite story is apparently she shit in his bed <laughs> to show her displeasure for him. Right. And then so claimed it was one of the dogs or something, which brought up a, a debate we had for weeks. Yeah. Is there anyone hot enough so, yeah. that you would have sex with that if they shit in your bed, it wouldn't be a deal breaker? Yeah. And it's it's a high bar. It's super high bar. It's only it's super high bar. So is there anybody hot enough that they could shit in your bed? Eddie? Uh, no, no, no one's that hot. <laughs> Not even Lisa May? She would never do that. That's the whole point. <laughs> Why did we have to focus on this part of the story? There's so many Thank funnier you. things than the Johnny Depp there is, story. There is nothing funnier than someone shitting in their bed for revenge. <sighs> All right. Uh, opinion. <laughs> so we got The Flash, Bill Murray, Mike Tyson, and then, of course, Ralph and Steve are in trouble. Oh, Ralph, you're so cool. You make Dave Grohl look like Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> are they still a thing dave matthews band they're very popular amongst their audience yes okay so i met them did i ever tell you this I, no. so they came over yeah it was when i was working in radio and they did this like little intimate acoustic gig for all of the radio stations in the company that i worked for and in an attempt obviously to break the uk spoilers they didn't <laughs> shots fired jen oh well i think um when he said you you make look like Dave Grohl, look like Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews is a good-looking guy. I don't think he's... I think there's a part compliment there, maybe. And then and then it's a typical situation. Most people don't really know Dave Matthews because he wasn't really played on the radio very much. So if you weren't, you know, becoming a fan or went to a concert or understood it's a jam band, like I've said before, like the Grateful Dead, they toured with the Grateful Dead for a while. At the end of the day, just like us, if we were to go to a Kevin and Bean Comic-Con, right? We would walk in just like, oh my God, it's all my family. I know these people, same sense of humor, everything. Walking into a Dave Matthews concert's the same thing. So, but like a lot of people have in my real life never heard of Kevin and Bean. So they don't understand it. It's the same thing. 
Love your attitude. Still good. He's not mad. He's it's not still offended. good music. I don't care. I'll play Dave later on the day. I don't care. <laughs> there were so many other Daves they could have gone with, though. He could have gone with, though, like Dave the King of Mexico. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Cut that. <laughs> Steve, I don't know that Steve knows Ralph from the radio days. I think he no, knows him I'm more just, from Babylon, right? I'm just being facetious. Oh, okay. That's, true. That's a reference that would work for our group. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not for the UK audience. I think he just wanted to bring up the radio story. but Oh, maybe, yeah. Let's see. Um, R.I.P. Easter Bunny or Senior Wences? Senior Wences, here we go. Let me be honest right now. Mm-hmm. I think ventriloquism is bullshit. It's, it's a bullshit form of entertainment. Okay. I think it's fucking awful ventriloquism often makes me angry however that being said <laughs> senor wences is one of the greatest comedians i've ever seen of the art form that you can't stand senor wences was a famous ventriloquist a spanish ventriloquist okay. he was a guy who would make his hand into his oh puppet. yeah i remember him he would put yes. like like a wig on his hand i remember him. and he would talk to his hand and for some reason that made me fucking fall over so laughing and this guy died on this day in 1999 at the age of 103 wow he was working at 102 oh my god so this guy wins just across the board damn i was gonna play does Lindsay know senior winces but that shit was too old school for for me so no yeah i wouldn't i'm so jealous of the guy that went to see a 102 year old senior winces oh my god (laughs) i wish i was being at that show dang if you look at old clips of Senior Wences, he is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I, the guy is okay in the box, okay, right? Yeah, so all right, so all right. Yeah, so all right. And then I, I remembered him from the parquet commercial. That's like, right. Yeah. What are you guys saying? <laughs> Where's the, I don't know who any of these people are, Drop. Where's I that? don't really don't know who any of these people are. I don't know who any of those people are. Do you know what parquet is? No. It was a butter, like a or margarine, right? It, it was a margarine, yeah. Yeah. It was the I can't believe it's not butter before I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. It's okay. an old commercial, Lindsay. <laughs> or Lindsay. <laughs> but the guy used to just talk with his hand. That was his puppet. His little his little hand. Little just like that. It, it was weird. Oh. <laughs> so just look it up, Lindsay. Yeah, look it up, Lindsay. You'll thank us later. All the kids <laughs> in school will be talking about Lindsay Wences. Uh Lindsay Wences. Senior <laughs> Wences. What do you think like the the appeal to ventriloquism was or is? Is it just like this person can throw their voice really well? Uh, I think it was lack of entertainment. No Netflix. Because I'm with Ralph. Like, okay, the gimmick is not impressive. That's true. The ones that are entertaining are the guys that the characters are good. So it doesn't matter if he's throwing his voice yeah. or what, not. Edgar Bergen was a famous guy in the old days. Terrible and- ventriloquist. His mouth moved constantly. But his characters were hilarious. And he did ventriloquism on the radio. See, he's smart. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you didn't even see the puppet throwing voices or anything. He just, yeah, it was just the radio. So, yeah, I guess. magic on the radio. It's going to kill. <laughs> you should do mime. You should totally. do mime on the radio. <laughs> I'm stuck in a box, people. Can you feel it? Just have someone describe. Edwin's stuck in the box now. Now he's pulling a rope. <laughs> I'm walking against the wind now. I want that show. <laughs> Jen, buy K-Rock so we can put Edwin as a mime. Okay, right. We got our own show. We'll do it next week. Oh, shit. Okay. Moving um, on. What's that? I said moving on. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you said hang on, and then you're just holding up a big thing. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put you in the chat. Bean does not know how pot works, but... He has questions. I know that 420 was a big day when we were on K-Rock because all of our listeners are stoners, right? We right. That was the impression I got. I am happy to say that I never one time ever have smoked marijuana or had any kind of marijuana. I've never t- ingested it. I've never put it up my butt. I've never done, sniffed oh. it. Whatever, how are you going to do marijuana? I've never done any of those things. Okay. What percentage of people do you think, and I'm talking grown-ass adults, let's say 40-plus, what's the breakdown on people who have, have had the pot and people who have not had the pot? Okay, so to answer this question, it's 49%. I just Googled that. But I, I trip out how Bean does not know how pot works, not even, just not even the most basic form. <laughs> but I call bullshit on this because of this. 
I've gone through phases in my life where mm-hmm. I have been obsessed with Taco Bell. There were times in the yeah. 90s and 2000s that I would honestly eat there like three times a week and be yeah. happy with it. But then after that, I like I go years without ever going to Taco Bell now. And now it's just so very occasional that I can honestly say I don't remember why the Mexican pizza was so popular. There is no way that he did not smoke pot to want to eat Taco Bell. I mean, that that just doesn't happen. You have to, You have to be totally baked go Taco Bell sounds like a good idea and to form an obsession with Taco Bell. So I think he just doesn't remember. Maybe I'm thinking here's a guy who worked at K-Rock, you know, <laughs> the party station and he's never had pot. That's stunning. That he's he had, knows about. Yeah. He's had the scissor. <laughs> remember he's been to enough Roast. He's had contact high before. <laughs> you remember when Lisa May ate a pot brownie? Yes. <laughs> she was just hugging a tree. Oh, man. I just thought of that right now. I should have pulled that. (laughs) And then uh, Ali and Bean talk about the true meaning of Easter. I knew it was Easter Sunday, and that was probably, that was had to be the number one reason why things were so quiet. But then I thought, what if this is the zombie apocalypse? Do I need to be worried about that? What if this is the rapture? Do I need to be worried about that? Listen, uh, Christians, cover your ears. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to cover your ears. Okay. Now that they can't hear, uh-huh. isn't Easter essentially a zombie apocalypse? Right? Whoa. Thank you. Just one to think about. The Church of Alabama. <laughs> the single zombie, though, right? Oh, right? Do you need more? Well, yeah. Well, otherwise, it's not a zombie apocalypse. It's not millions of them. Well, All right? <laughs> Walking dead, folks? Anyone? <laughs> Well, basically, Easter, the belief is that Easter brings the, like, new life and new covenant. So it's a it's an end of the old world, beginning of the new world. So it's an apocalypse. Wow. But okay, he's I a so. zombie. I, for, I forget the Easter story. So he died on the cross. They stuck him in the tomb. But then he was out of the tomb, right? He rose from the dead. Zombie. Mm-hmm. Or did he just get out of the tomb? I'm just saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> the validity of these stories is questionable. Okay, but, okay, thank you. I'm like, but the idea is he came it. back to life. I like. So okay, people put their fingers in different holes, and <laughs> you want to hear some really useless LP lore? Yeah. Yes. Um, My favorite. So kind. I'm pretty sure, and Allie is a, as a Catholic. <laughs> I'm like a little bit like, okay, okay, buddy, sure. You don't know what Easter is about, but um, Easter obviously is a huge deal for Catholics. And um, there was this thing in my middle school where all the eighth graders would act out the Stations of the Cross on Good Friday, which is the Friday before Easter. <laughs> and it was this huge production. Um, there's a lot of really funny stories from it, but. Yeah, so there's like these little eighth graders running around a church acting out like, you know, Jesus being nailed to a cross and there was song and somewhere out there, there, there are pictures of our eighth grade class all <laughs> acting out the Stations of the Cross. Okay, the Stations of the Cross. What was that again? I know 12 years mean? of Catholic school, but I, yeah. I, there's basically I the, that was our, there was 12 stations, right? Yes. And then, because they were all, the, they were the stained glass windows in the church I went to. Is that how it was at your guys's? Okay. Yeah, or pictures or something. Okay. It depends on the church, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was it again, though? What are they? Basically, the brutal murder of some dude. Just Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, momentous occasions in the events of the a brutal execution. Death. Yeah. So, so what was was... Lindsay, what do you mean you acted it out? Okay. So, <laughs> oh, God, it's hard to explain. There was a soundtrack to it, and it <laughs> oh, was we need silent this. acting. It was silent acting. Mine. So we, Mine. <laughs> I, it's hard to explain. There is a narrator. There's a track with a narration of this, like, I think it was, like, an NBC telecaster who did the narration, and it would say, like, in the first station, Jesus, blah, 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 blah. And then, depending on the station, um, we would be standing there, and we would be acting out a song that was playing, but, like, not singing it, so, like, like the, <laughs> it's so hard to explain. I well, I have the songs like stuck in my head. Though, we need still. video. We like need the first video. one, the first station is Jesus gets sentenced to death, right? And yeah. then the second station is Jesus gets has his clothes taken off, and oh, then okay. the 
the third is like Jesus receives his cross, and then Jesus falls the first time, and then um, Simon helps Jesus. No, Veronica wipes his face. Jesus falls the second time. Simon helps Jesus. Jesus falls a third time. Jesus beats his mom. Um, and then at all, uh, Jesus gets speared by some guy. You know, Jesus gets nailed to the cross. Then Jesus, it ends with Jesus dying. Wow, damn, I can't believe I remembered all that. So it's um, basically the passion <laughs> of the Christ, right? It's basically the passion of the Christ. There it is. Okay. Yeah. But. But so were you lip syncing, Lindsay? You said that at no, we music? it was literally like we we stood there and acted it out, but we didn't say anything. So like when he's talking about like Jesus is sent to death, there's this whole song where all the people are like crucify him, and that's the song, and all of these people are just kind of like fist pumping, and then at some point the guy's like, "I wash my hands," and so like person will like act out washing their hands, but they're not actually saying anything. So it was like produced. I, I wish I could find the soundtrack. It's pretty oh, amazing. It's, it's it was like a school. It was like a big thing, and now um, it's. I think it's a little bit different because the class sizes are a lot bigger. But at the time, there was only thirty of us who would act it out. So I was Veronica's understudy. It was like <laughs> nice. we had to like audition by like show yourself, like look sad, so we would all look sad. <laughs> and I... Lindsay couldn't stop laughing, so she's the understudy. No, I was like, no, I wrote this like impassioned essay about why I wanted to play Veronica. And so I'm pretty sure that's why I got, I got that part, but. But the understudy doesn't, the understudy like waits for the other kid to get sick, right? Yeah. So I played her once in rehearsal and that was it. There we are. An almost famous story from Lindsay. We need video. Later that year I played Mary and I do have pictures of that. Nice. (laughs) Give you must give them to us. Thank the God. crazy stuff you do in Catholic school, huh? Right. That's not you know that's approved by the church. My grade school was right next to the Catholic school. I had no idea what was going on over there. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Should have jumped the fence and checked it out. You should have. <laughs> There's miming and NBC broadcasters and kids well, pretending to be killed. <laughs> so the whole thing about like Veronica is she like wipes Jesus's face and then like has like the image of Jesus's face yeah. in her cloth. The shroud so, of Turin or something. Yeah. And so that's like the thing that she keeps it and it's a big deal. But like at the time when I was doing like filling in for this girl, I put the cloth down and my eighth grade teacher was like, Veronica would never have put the cloth down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Veronica All right. wouldn't do that. Veronica oh. would never have done that. Like, but was, but was it like a magic trick? Because the face shows up on the on the cloth. So, did you like have to show the blank cloth and then wipe the no. face and then there's the face on the cloth? No, no. no. He put the cloth in a hat, put it against the wand, the face. pulled it out, and had yeah. the face on it. Exactly. All right. Well, that's the podcast roundup. We'll end on this theological note, and now it's the week that was. <laughs> I don't know if I can recover from this. Huh? Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. I went back in We're doing the week that was April 18 to 22, 2011. We'll get to that clip in a minute. Oh, shit. What's that dog? That dog. I have a reason I brought that up. Okay. Uh, we started out, Ralph was on vacation when the great record store guy came on, this guy. Open up a blog. So, of course, Ralph got back and Kevin and Bean were like, you have to hear about this guy. Uh, and... Angry rap is one of my favorite things ever. Bean starts off by asking the guy to explain it to people if they're not clear on what record store day is, right. which this guy cannot fathom. He doesn't understand the concept that not everyone... That someone might not know the international <laughs> holiday of record store day. Most people right. listening have probably no idea that record store day even exists. Why don't you tell us about it? Uh, wow. Um, the... <laughs> There's a, uh, a lot to cover uh, for people that haven't heard of it. Um, open up a blog. Asses. Yeah. 
<laughs> open up a blog. Open up a blog. Open, open up a Starbucks. <laughs> so wow. you can make a living, record store asshole. <laughs> so already, if you don't know what his little world is all about, then it's your fault. <laughs> wow. You're to blame. Wow, a lot to cover. Not really. It's record store day. It's the day we celebrate the few remaining record stores that are left in That's America. It. That's, That's all it is. Yeah. Come on down and buy something, please. But he really... So I can get another piercing. He was offended. <laughs> He was offended that me would suggest that anyone might not know wow. about records. Wow. Wow. They don't know? Jeez. Open up a blog. Yeah. So that happened. And then uh, and then he's talking about the few remaining stores that, that are still out there, including his own. You know, there were so many stores uh, that were awesome, uh, if I may. Uh, my own store in Atlanta, Georgia, Criminal Records, I would hopefully want it to be on that list. Yeah. yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> if I may say, my one was one of the best. Uh, people travel from around the world to go to Atlanta <laughs> to buy their records. It is awesome. He's so awesome that he closed down. This oh, place isn't open anymore? No. No, he's gone. <laughs> this That's guy sweet. is the problem with with indie hipsters. It's this attitude of, uh, I'm so much superior to everyone else. And the less popular and the more obscure Ugh. something is, the cooler automatically it is. And if you have closed your record store, you no longer get to be the spokesperson for Record Store Day, <laughs> by the way. I don't know. Do, go celebrate whatever it is you're doing now, hipster. So <laughs> why are they doing Record Store Day? The core good indie record stores, and there's a bunch of us, everything's cool. And uh, the point of our party was, you're missing a party. Yeah, the party uh, is no longer. The message is everything's cool. The point of the party was you're missing the party. Right. Right. Yeah. So now uh, Bean brings up that Metallica played the first record store day, I believe, in San Francisco. Rasputin's right. Okay. And uh, this guy, it's okay that Bean brought it up, but he's a little annoyed that Bean was not up on what he did at his store on that day. Oh. Because Metallica was like, that was ground zero, I guess, for record store day. Sure. That was also a simultaneous record store day at all these other stores. You know, I at that moment I had Janelle Monet doing her third in store at my own store. You know, the first year we had about eight months lead. Uh, it was just a bunch of record store goofballs sitting around a table, and we said, "Hey, let's let's have record store day." Uh, <laughs> eight months later, we did, and uh, you know, it was well. I wasn't able to be there to say hi to Metallica at Rasputin's, but I threw a good party here. I had a good party here. Oh. Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Was how, did you, doing, how did you land her? Was doing her third in-store, my store. Good thing you had eight months to land Janelle <laughs> Monet, because I'm sure her schedule was just booked with coffee houses and other poetry jams that you had to be at. F you. I tried. And I tried. So I wasn't able to go to Metallica. <laughs> Whatever. Ass. Uh, Ralph bringing the heat. <laughs> what was that guy's name again? Did they say? Yeah. Eric uh, Linder, Liver, something like that. But I know it was Eric. Records is still open. I don't know if it clo like closed in the interim, but I just Googled it. I remember, you know, I was driving through the area that um, oh, yeah, that's Criminal Records was. Criminal Records is in Little Five Points, which is like RC Hipster Central. And I'm pretty sure I saw ads for Record Store Day and I, or uh, billboards, and I was thinking, oh, this is really funny. But Criminal Records is definitely still open. Yeah, hey, okay. Open Some right good now. news for Record Store Day. Yeah, Eric Liver Linder. Maybe we should have opened up a blog and figured that out. <laughs> sure. Open up a blog. <laughs> so good news for Record Store Day. It, it's coming back. Which also, I think we've done. We're doing it wrong because we have this obscure. We have this podcast about this obscure, not many people know heaven and being universe. We should just have told people to open up a blog. We should just start the show and just say open up a blog and end it. <laughs> yeah, we're the record store day of uh, podcasts. Yeah, but didn't we start this um, agreeing that people don't read? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people don't read, but <laughs> blogs. Blogs were a thing once. Remember that? That's right. Bean's blog, that was a thing. Okay, next <laughs> Criminal up, Records still this. has a blog. You still have a blog? <laughs> Criminal, Record. Criminal Records oh. still has a blog. Sorry. This is breaking news. Where's your breaking news bulletin? I need to find that. And now, breaking news bulletin. Next up, I love this, because the fun thing about listening to old shows is you just come across... 
important moments of Kevin and Bean history. This was from the Tuesday show. And uh, also want to give you a heads up, a very, very com- a funny comedian named Brad Williams, who we're going to be having on the show in May. He is a little person comedian. Sweet. You don't see a lot of little people comedians. Because they have lousy sense of humor, basically. <laughs> most of them. That's they the are problem. angry. They're most an angry little bunch. And bitter. But Brad is very funny. He's got a brand new comedy album on iTunes and Amazon. You can uh, check it out. It's called Coming Up Short is the name of the CD. See? See what he did there? Beware Already. of the midgets. They're taking over the world. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad Williams has been a part of the show for so long, and this was when they first mentioned him, and he was going to come on the show. I looked up that appearance, and he was very funny. I got a snippet of that. It's because you say the word midget, and I was like, what's wrong with the word midget? And they said, well, calling a, a, a dwarf a midget is just like calling a black person the N-word. Wow. Midget, yeah. please! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Oh, I admire that joke so much. That is so good. Oh, I love Brad Williams. And it's funny, because I was thinking about that, and listening to the old shows, you kind of wonder, like, oh, when are we going to be introduced to this person that obviously became part of the show, you know, over time. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Part of the show, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, didn't Brad Williams, wasn't the first time we heard of Brad Williams at a Miss Double D event and he went up there and humped people's legs? Oh, oh funny you should yeah. mention that. He humped uh, Ralph's legs. This is from, he humped one of the Miss Double D's legs. Yeah. This is April Foolishness 2012. Let's hear what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, you're never going to forget the night. You came here, April Foolishness. You saw an amazing show. And then at the end of the night, you saw Lisa May get a lap dance from a midget. Yeah! DJ, some lap dance music. It was April Foolishness 2012. And Brad, he stole the show. Everybody said he had the best set. He was the funniest guy. And I just looked up the video. It's still on YouTube. He's got moves, man. He was moving and a-grooving, shaking his groove thing, as the kids say. Well, as they said 30 years ago. (laughs) 30? I think. Maybe 40, 50. And there's another big reason. (laughs) Brought this whole Brad Williams thing in. That clip, beware of the midgets, that's my clip. My actual job at Disneyland is probably more absurd. I was a bodyguard for the characters. <laughs> but all the kids thought you were the character. Right. Like, they, like they would come up going, sir, can I have your autograph? It's like, Mickey is right there. <laughs> Dude, if you're trumping Mickey but with the popularity, like... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm their height. So, like, uh, and the reason why they hired me is because uh, if, if, if a, like, a 20-year-old guy takes out a 5-year-old who's harassing Mickey, it's harassment, it's a lawsuit. If a midget does it, it's just good, clean fun. All right. That, that's a YouTube video. You know what I'm saying? And that's also proof that... Beware of the midgets. <laughs> oh, my God. Over the world. I want that sound bite. You can have it. <laughs> that was one of the first clips I ever sent to Bean. And I waited and waited, and then he played it. And he played it to Brad Williams. So, oh, my day was made. My life was made. <laughs> that's from Foul Play, by the way, if anyone gives a crap. I do. Foul Play. Uh, yeah, it's a Chevy Chase, uh, Goldie Hawn movie. Very funny movie, and that's Burgess Meredith saying that yep. incredible line. Uh, the 420 show. <laughs> I'm just going to play the opening because it's kind of good stuff, Kevin and Bean. Dude, remember that time I was wasted and we found that secret island? That never happened. Damn it. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Ah! Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Now it's time to get super duper high. You are high as a kite. We are not very functional when we're high, which is all the time. Let's go over some of the symptoms of marijuana use, shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. Slow moving, inattentive, dull, constantly snacking, shows a lack of motivation. What did you do? I'm now. Let's get out our solid gold bongs and smoke some of that kind butt for ourselves. And let's not be cool and share it with other people. Our feature presentation. 
Yeah, Bean with a great montage. Bean, who's never partaken, doing a great 420 montage. <laughs> Another big deal on 420 was the birthday of George Takei. Now, as a OG, that's an old-time geek, of course, from Star Trek, the original series. And who would have thought he turned out to be, like, the super funny guy? <laughs> Every time you hear him on a show, he's a crack-up. So Kevin and Bean had him on. He was planning his wedding, and his sister was helping out. My sister, Lika Takei. You have a she came up with the idea to get some publicity by doing that. She's helping me plan the event. She's, she's not there, is she? She actually she is here, yeah. <laughs> That's great news. Here at the house. We're working on some plans as we speak. Hey, Lika. Good morning, Kevin. I mean, <laughs> how are you? Lika, you're helping yes. your brother plan the wedding, are you? Yes, I am. What a unique idea to have a Star Trek wedding. Isn't it, though? <laughs> What is wrong with you? What are you doing? It's going to be fabulous. Yes, we're setting phases for fabulous. <laughs> I think they're such a beautiful couple. Look, Lisa, you're not doing you're not doing Bella Lugosi. You're doing George Takei's sister. This is Lika. Yeah, Lika. I'm sorry, I meant Lika. Why you, you called her Lisa? I don't know what that's about. All right. So, uh, are there are there any non-Star Trek actors at, at all involved in the wedding, or is it the whole thing just going to be the, the the guys from the show? Most, that's for you. It's mostly a Trek theme. <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. George, do you mind if we just talk to your sister from now on? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, I'd be happy to. <laughs> okay, <that's great>. <laughs> 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 the great Lisa May with one of her many, many voices. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a story about Britney Spears. Uh, she was in trouble again with the paparazzi. Photographers have photos of her doing both these things, and she said she's trying to get more in touch with everyday life. <laughs> Stop playing that. <laughs> Take that, erase that right now. I'll wait. He'll never, he'll I'll never wait. stop playing. I'll wait until you laughing. erase it. I would have erased There's it by no now. There's no way you to identify it. that as Ricky Spears. <laughs> it just sounds, you know, it sounds like that, that cartoon dog, Muttley, on the old cartoon. Go, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's her. You can recognize that it's her, Ralph. The only reason I even came into work today is because I wanted to play a Muttley clip. That's an old cartoon around the time of Josie and the Pussycats for all you all you kids out there. <laughs> so uh, that's the week that was, and uh, back to you, Muttley. That was from the cartoon games, right? The Cartoon Olympics? Yes. Yeah, the Laugh Olympics, yeah. Laugh Olympics. And then they spun off to their own show, yeah. Wait, I, got, I don't have Lindsay on the screen. I want to see her eyes glazing over there. There they are. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, remember it was uh, Dick Dastardly and Muttley that had their own show. So. That's right. Yes. And Penelope Pitstop, right? That's right, yeah. What are all these words? <laughs> I don't know who any of those people are. Mm-mm. Not at all. <laughs> and I believe the voice was Paul Winchell, who was a ventriloquist. Ah! Yay. It all comes it all back. all comes around. Just circle of life. Right. I'm done, by the way, so uh, back to you, Steve. All right, Lindsay, do you want to sign us off? I think that's uh, it, right? We don't have any more. Did I forget the podcast roundup? Do I need to do no, the No, you already did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Two hours of sleep here. Oh, dear. Uh, this has been another riveting episode of Quitters Never Give Up. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Quitters Never, on Instagram at Quitters Never Give Up. Leave us a message on anchor.fm slash quitters never give up. That is all. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Uh, let's wrap for a thousand. And a panda. And a panda. And a panda. Panda. <laughs> Lily. Who is designer? Designer, yes. <laughs> and that takes you up to 2,600. I was just getting into this rap thing. Here's the next thing of all my videos. <laughs> It's not listening to us. It's the same music, isn't it? How great is male ass? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got so far? That's my favorite song ever. Lyrics <laughs> 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 Are you still working on that one, George? <laughs> George? What's the name of that, George? <laughs>
<laughs> I'd call that one. How great is male ass? Really? How'd you get that done? <laughs> it came to me in a dream. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you got a career for yourself, George. Oh, crap. Leaving her with a at least a half-inch cut, oh. uh, cut, they're reporting. <laughs> Another word there. A half-inch cut on her forehead. Be a small cut. Hello, how are you? I am fine. Who is he? He is parquet. Pare. Excuse me, but I think you are parquet. Pare. He is not parquet? I think so. Pare. Taste. Smooth. Creamy. He's butter. Parquet. Ah, it's okay. He's nice. Sorry. I, 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 um, had a really crazy week and so i missed a lot of opportunity to put the clips together so i put the clips together about between about these all clips uh, about one in the morning to four in the morning so forgive me i don't make the rules okay i'll make it as easy for you as i can i'd like an omelet plain and a chicken salad sandwich on wheat toast no mayonnaise no butter no lettuce and a cup of coffee number two chicken salad sand all the butter, the lettuce, the mayonnaise, and a cup of coffee. Anything else? Yeah, now all you have to do is hold the chicken, bring me the toast, give me a check for the chicken salad sandwich, and you haven't broken any rules. You want me to hold the chicken, huh? I want you to hold it between your knees. <laughs> you see that sign, sir? Yes, you all have to leave. I'm not taking any more of your smartness and sarcasm. You see this sign? 